Today we, on the seventh Sunday of St. Matthew, we heard the gospel where Christ is followed by two blind men, and they call out to him, Son of David, have mercy on us. And this is a, a telling sign that they are believing Jews, calling him Son of David. It is obvious that they are, they know the scriptures, the Old Testament, and Christ says, do you believe that I can do what you ask of me? And they said, we believe, Lord. And he says, let it be according to your faith, and they are healed. And because we have a beautiful opportunity today to listen ourselves to the same question, all the things that we need in life, the things we ask of Christ, the things we pray for, do we believe that he will do it for us? Some time ago, one of the young people said, how come in the Bible and in the early church we read that the local priest would go to, the, to see the person who was dying and they would pray, they would anoint them with oil and the person would be healed. And how come it seemed like it was happening so often in the first, you know, 15, 16, 17, even 1800 years of the church. And today it's rare. And I thought about it and I said to myself, I think it's because those very faithful people, the people, the family lying around, standing around the bed, and the very faithful clergy that would run to the home, they prayed expecting for the miracle to happen. And I think we find ourselves praying, expecting the miracle to be a long shot. Today the question is asked of all of us, do, you, do we, you and I together, do we believe that God will do what we ask? Of course, each time we say the Lord's Prayer, we say, let your will be done. Let whatever you want for me to happen, whatever is best for me, Lord, let your will prevail in my life. And yet we find ourselves, most of our lives, trying to convince God to do what we want rather than, what, than praying for him to do what is best for us. He then went and he healed a man that was not able to speak. He was deaf and mute. He was, they say, possessed. He was not a Jew, but a Gentile. And we are reminded today that Christ is not just for the Jews, but for the whole world. He is not ours. He doesn't belong to the Greeks or to the Russians or to the Bulgarians or the Ukrainians. God belongs to the world. Christ came to save everyone, and the world has an opportunity to accept him. I think I've told you this before, but I'll tell you again, it's a, it's a, a priest joke. And they say that a Frenchman dies and he goes to heaven, and St. Peter says, you're going to go into this elevator, you're in this beautiful building here. The French are on the 15th floor. When you pass the 7th floor, be very quiet. So he went up, and then a German comes, and he says, you're on the 20th floor. The Germans are on the 20th floor. 
when you pass the seventh floor, be really quiet. And this kept happening with different nationalities, different ethnicities. And one day they all got together and they said, what is going on on the seventh floor? So they asked St. Peter and they said, St. Peter, we, we have to know. What's on the seventh floor? And he said, it's really not a big deal. They said, but you told us all to be really quiet when we pass the seventh floor. And he said, well, that's where the Greeks are. And they think they're the only ones up here and we don't want to ruin it for them. <laughs> so Christ belongs to the world. He's not just for us. Christ died and resurrected not just for Greeks, not just for the Orthodox. He died for the world, for everyone. And everyone has an opportunity to accept him and to be saved. And that's partly our job. Our job is that we've been talking a lot lately about how we can affect the world, about how people view us as, as Orthodox Christians and how they are either inspired by how we live or they are scandalized by how we live. We talk a lot about lately, a lot about how we promote orthodoxy by how we live. Who would see a bunch of orthodox Christians who are gossiping or who are jealous or who are hating and be inspired to look into orthodox? Orthodox Christians should be known for their love, for their forgiveness, for their patience, for their kindness, for their generosity, for their outreach. So today as we leave the church, we should think very carefully and ask ourselves, do we believe that what we ask of him will be done for us? We pray that everything we ask for not only is done for us, but that it's only done for us if it's beneficial to us, especially to our soul.